Good afternoon, man. G A. G A. Yes, G A. Let's let's check it. How are you? Tired. Tired. It's working, right? Yes. Okay, good. It does look like it's working. Yes. So you and I are tired for different reasons. You're tired because you did exercise. I didn't yeah, do anything yeah. today, man. <laughs> Honestly, I so I woke up right. My alarm went off. I think it was five fifty-five. I gave myself an extra ten minutes. So five fifty-five, I got out of bed, and I was literally sat on the toilet. Good morning. And then I messaged Damien. I was like, "Not gonna make it. Not feeling one hundred percent." But I didn't know how to articulate into words that I wasn't even feeling fifty percent. I just felt like shit. <laughs> <laughs> basically it's like oh my god i just feel like shit i just want to lie it down and just haven't been having good sleep so and i think it's because of those the happy tablets mm. yeah man really weird vivid dreams yeah very confusing <laughs> i was right out this morning tough i haven't been writing a lot i'm doing more like running and uh you okay i'm just tired <laughs> Just tired, but we'll talk about it a little bit, I guess. But yeah, just tired. Yeah, tired of riding, tired of life. <laughs> yeah, yeah. generally okay. tired. Yeah, I feel like I just, I don't know. I, yeah, it's like, can I just not do anything? Like, yeah, that's what I did today. <laughs> I was, I got really bad. I've got this yellow t shirt, it's my uh, it's basically a lycra one, not lycra. Like a spandexy cotton blend, mm. it's like triple XL. It's my, uh, it's my at home T shirt, and uh, I was just lying in bed, <laughs> watching um, what's it called, Extraction Two, just eating biscuits, <laughs> pushing biscuits into my face, chocolate all over me. Ah, oh, it's been a good day. Ah, oh, it's been a good day. And then uh, yeah, I'll go out right after this, if it's still dry. Which it I think will it will be. be. Yeah. We'll be okay. We'll be okay. What's been going on with you then, man? Why are you, uh, why are you tired? What was that? No idea. All right. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Go on, then. Unload. It's like... It's it's a different kind of tired. It's not physical. It's not mental. Maybe it's a little bit mental, but it's like your spirit's tired. Your spirit's tired? Yeah. It's like, ah, uh, I don't want to do life for now. <laughs> All right. Is it time? Is it now time to take a take a holiday? <laughs> I I don't I don't know. I don't think it's a holiday thing. I think it's it's a uh, I don't know. Yes, yeah. maybe it's time to take a holiday, <laughs> an actual break for yourself. Mm. Maybe I don't know. Is it, have you sat down lately and just done nothing? No. I try to. Yeah. But so what about tomorrow? Can I just cancel tomorrow? And just get up at whatever time, do whatever you want to do. <laughs> I wish I could. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's just me taking on too much. Or rather a lot of things are just happening. Yeah. Just feel overwhelmed, maybe. I don't know. I feel tired. Okay. But yeah. Should we should we talk about it? I don't know. Don't want to? I yeah, I don't know. This is good, so we're 10 minutes in and we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. I think it's, it's yeah, it takes time to process. Yeah. yeah. When did this start? 
beginning of the week. Today is what Saturday. It is Saturday. Okay. Yeah, today That's is Saturday. It. By the way, for those yeah, so beginning of the week. Monday. Yeah, Monday. Please continue. How did all this unfold? Was it with work? Mainly, it's like just reflecting on how far I've come, mm. which is not far at all. And like, what am I doing? It's my life. Big question to ask. It is, it is. Yeah. And I think it's, I think the reason why my spirit's tired is I've, I've given a lot of myself. Mm. I don't feel it's like rewarding. Okay. So I feel like, why am I continuously giving if it's not fulfilling anymore? I think it's okay, you know, when at a certain point in time, you feel like, okay, you know what? Yeah, this doesn't serve me anymore. Right? Mm. It's it's okay to switch, switch yeah. things up, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't have to stick with one thing for the rest of your life. It's basically what happens. <laughs> yeah, it's like growing and evolving, no? Yeah. Is it time for a change for you, is it? Is that what you're thinking? I don't know. I think my options are either A, I just don't care as much, which really isn't who I am. Yes. Like, you know, we talked about quiet quitting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not the type. Like, if I do something, I put 110%, like, and make sure it gets done, do it well, right? Like... Mm. If I don't feel it anymore, no. I'll just say, yeah, I'm not going to do this. Mm. Like, why continue if your heart's not in it? I, I think that. a lot of, like, heart plays a very big part in, like... Well, I say heart, but... I think it's, yeah, it's 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 faith. Okay. Yeah. And, like, my Buddhist practice, we talked about faith practice and study. Mm. Right? You know, to 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 do something and do it well, to live a good life, you need to have that, that faith in you in whatever you, that you're doing. Mm. You need to practice what what you preach, right? You you need to practice. You need to take action, essentially. Yeah. Right, and you need to study to become better. To not have blind faith, like a lot of people say faith, and then you just oh yeah, I just need to believe it blindly, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's not true. You need to study, and then you understand and strengthen that faith and that is an example right um i can't remember who 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 mentioned this i think it was seth godin i could be wrong but they mentioned like you don't learn you don't learn the example you learn the lessons from the example so the example with you know my buddhist practice like faith mm. practice and study mm. the lesson here is like you need these three things in whatever that you do in life to, to really be successful in whatever you, you call success, right? Yeah. You define success. And yeah, right now I feel like I have, I am doing the practice. Like I'm taking action, yeah. right? I'm studying. I'm learning how to, you know, be better. But I think I've lost the faith. Like, why am I doing this? I, I don't believe in what I'm doing anymore. Oh, wow. So, well, maybe, yeah, maybe that's a big statement, but yeah. I don't know. Then maybe it's time to have a timeout mm. and take some time off. 
because what's the alternative which is always a question i like to ask mm. what is the alternative you continue doing this without taking a break and spending that time to reflect and go back on why you're actually doing this thing in the first place it's like it's gonna be spinning your wheels right it's not gonna get any better yeah yeah i don't think it's taking a break i mean you you probably need to take a break but what what happens after your break if if everything's still the same maybe yeah. you've changed your perspective's changed yeah like I'm, I'm just thinking how could my perspective change to have that belief again if nothing else changes i think that's the purpose of the break though right to start to work out mm. how you got to this place and why you're here right now and what might be like a couple of options as next steps mm. So the idea is not to take the break knowing full well what the outcome is going to be. <laughs> the idea is to take the break mm. to give yourself that space. Said yeah. the guy that's got no medical <laughs> training or <laughs> not in that profession at all. Life experience, you, yeah. If that's, yeah, I appreciate the advice. Life experience. Have I been through this before? Yes. Many a time. Mm. We had a conversation about it. Crisis of faith. Remember? Yes. Yes, we did. Mm. Episode. I don't know anymore. Many episodes ago. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. So, I, I, my, my, again, I think with this, my brain's just kicking back into gear after mm. the traveling and stuff. So, it'll take a while for me to unlock my neural pathways. I don't know what ever. I'm just talking shit. Um, but then it's, you know, why did you start on this path in the first place? And are mm. you, do you have that purpose behind what you want to do? And maybe you just need to revisit that because you're too much in the trenches all the time that you're in the work. Yeah. What are you thinking about doing if you're feeling this way? I don't know. It's more of like, I need to get out of this rather than this is where I like. Yes, I, I like to pursue the coaching side of things a little mm. bit more, but that's not as strong as like a motivation then i need to get out of this <laughs> really the situation what is the situation yeah. you want to talk about this by the way i know we just kind of got into it oh I, yeah <laughs> i don't know what noise that is man <laughs> <laughs> it's like uh, maybe maybe not like i uh, don't know how much details i can share but yeah it's um talk about for air mm, yeah it's um yeah haven't felt joy in the past week which is very sad yeah it is well is and it's that... not only affecting me it's affecting people around me so which yeah it's, it's not great no that that can't be ideal it's not like you either right have you spoke to anybody about this yeah yeah have they provided any insight guidance thoughts if it's really eating at me it makes me super unfulfilled. Then just yeah, leave. Yeah. But if you can stay, stay and do the half time, not half time, the part time thing, which is also an option. But I don't know if like, why do part time thing when the faith is not there anymore? Yeah. Like. I'm just there for my own selfish, selfish, 
reasons. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm just doing this just so I have that that income. Yeah. Yeah, I think my. I don't think that's really you either. Yeah. If your heart's not in something, then mm. you tend not to. I don't know. Oh, that wasn't me. That was my mm. phone vibrating. Yeah, if your heart's not in it, you're doing it part time. Then I don't think it's in, doesn't seem like there's going to be a positive to it. No, it's just buying time yeah. essentially, which I don't know. But interesting thought is, what if there were no employees, only contractors? What if an organization mm. only had contractors? You don't need loyalty. You don't need to think about people development. Mm-hmm. You just hire contractors. They get the job done. Like, how would that? How would it look like? I don't know. I know one of the reasons why I like working in an organization is mm. that sense of the sense of purpose, right? Everyone turns up for a, a reason to rally around that bigger vision rather than I need to complete this task. Mm. So that's one of the reasons why I like working with the, the company I'm at, at the moment and ramping up there because mm. of this purpose and this vision behind it. And you can turn up every day and do the long hours and the traveling and all that kind of stuff mm. rather than you know people just kind of coming and going just to fulfill a task because i'm just i don't i don't feel there's any joy in that mm. so with the consulting work that i do as well and having people come in and join me on certain tasks and projects the reason why i enjoy doing them is the people that i bring in to get the job done with me i've worked with in the past mm. and i've got that relationship with them and the reason why i've got that relationship with them is because we were in the shit together trying to get stuff done. And you can, that's where you build those strong relationships and you build that loyalty, mm. not necessarily to an organization, but then to one another, knowing full well you can be on pursuit of something and working alongside somebody to get stuff done and have that sense of progress as well. Mm. So maybe there's a time and a place for contractors and freelancers to come in and get tasks done. I don't know. But maybe there's more to more to life than task specific stuff mm. it's working with people that you really want to work with it's got very deep very quickly yeah i should have uh put forewarned forewarned yeah that's all right yeah that's why we do these things mm. it's not always going to be easy and this podcast isn't always going to be about <laughs> oh yeah we've got all the fucking answers because yeah yeah we really really don't how old are you 32 turning 31 turning 31 and i'm mm. only 31 and i'm only i don't know anymore main 85 what's that 37 i managed a little bit because it's not september yet so i'm not 38 yeah so i've got no idea what i'm doing <laughs> half the time i know what i've been through and then we can share some of that mm. but i've got no idea what i'm doing moving forward and it's just all all learning and all a big experiment When I was going through, uh, not the crisis of faith around sales, but you know, when I joined that previous organization and I came to the realization that it was not going to work out, mm. I kind of took some time to think about what I wanted to do. And I think I've mentioned this before, like a very good friend of mine, um, you know, he had said, why don't you just stay and take the money? 
because there's 12, 15 hour time difference and I could just stay and take the money and just do the bare minimum. Mm. And I was like, it's just not me. Yeah. Just the money's great. <laughs> it was. And I could have probably, probably could have winged it for three months and taken home quite a bit of cash. But it's just, it was an easier decision for me to make. It's like, this just isn't what I want to do. Mm. Long pause. Yeah. It's things like this. That, yeah. No one, no one has the answer. I think each individual will, will know what's right for them. Mm. I think sometimes it don't. I think sometimes that's why you need friends around you to kind of bounce a few ideas off. Yeah. And ask you some weird and wonderful questions. Maybe not in an actual recording like this, because maybe it's not the time or the place. But maybe it could uh, be. Maybe we should get that sexy card game out again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can talk about it off air, man. We can go through that if you'd like to. Yeah. You know, I was thinking, like, should I even not bring this up? But I think um, the per- going back to the purpose yeah. of this podcast is like just being as raw as possible and share mm. what we're going through and it, it's not always nice right mm. um i could just put a positive spin on it but no it doesn't do anyone any good i mean there is a positive spin on it somewhere just don't know what it is yet <laughs> we, could, we can look back on it in a few months and be like oh there's the uh, there's the silver lining yeah yeah all good so yeah Sounds you've had a tough week. Yeah, I'm in a dilemma. I think that's why that's why it's uh tiring. Maybe maybe it's time to hit pause. Maybe cancel a few things, put yourself back in control of your diary. And just be like, okay. Mm. Time to write something down. Have you been writing? You've been journaling? You've been doing anything for yourself? You just haven't been interested. No, yeah. At the end of the day, I'm just like, I don't do anything. Burnt out? Burnt down? One of the two, I can't remember which one you said. I don't know. Or just fucked. Yeah. Let's just call it what it is. We don't need to put any fucking label on it. Yeah. Yeah, maybe it's time to cancel a few days. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We know where I am. Not always sat in this chair, I'm always sat in that chair. Mm. You can come and sit in this chair if you want. <laughs> not actually, not with me. It's not like a weird. <laughs> I was gonna mention somebody's name then, but never mind. Mm. All good, man. Okay. Yeah. Would you, would you like to continue to talk about this? No, no, to see no. If we, we can, can take something out of it. No, it's all good. We can move on to the. I didn't put anything on the agenda, you know. Yeah. Why is that? Because I saw that you put quite a few things on. Well, there's three or four oh, things just on it. Three. Yeah. Is it three? Yeah. Okay. What do we got? I put down time, energy, and money. Downtime, energy, and money. I put down, comma. Okay. Time, energy, and money. <laughs> Please do downtime. Okay, let's do it. Mm. Yeah, I think obviously whatever I put down here is just a reflection of the past week. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's the context. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, what you have is time and energy. But we're always chasing what we don't have, which is money. Or rather, what we need to earn and what we need to get. Mm. Um, and I think the 
could be subconscious trigger for this is the um, essay by Paul Graham, Life is Short. Mm. The one that I shared with you. Or oh, I put it on LinkedIn as well. Um, yeah, life is short. Cut out cut out BS, cut out bullshit. I'm looking at it. Um, relentlessly pursue what you want to do. Don't wait. It's it's uh in my opinion, it's one of the best essays ever written. Really? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, I'm gonna I'm gonna whip it up here. Yeah. So I'm just thinking, you know, I want to be more intentional with my time and energy. Because that's something that I have and how I how I use it, how I spend it is very, very important. Because it's something that once I Which one is put it? it out, it's no way of taking it back. Sorry. Which one is it? Yeah, life is short. Oh, there it is. Okay, got it. Yeah, that'll be in the show notes. I'll put it, put the link in there. Yeah, do it. Yeah, I think we really need to protect our time and energy. Mm. You know, I think Gary Vee mentioned like how you make your money is very important. Like it matters. Not okay, maybe it's not super important, but it matters how you make your money. If you're not enjoying the time and energy, like if you don't feel that joy, you don't feel like yeah. And and although you're making millions, then mm. what what's the point? You're giving part of your soul away, you're your life selling, away. You're selling your soul yeah. just just for the cash. Yeah, but could you enjoy doing what you enjoy while also getting that right? Getting that fulfillment. Getting yeah, fulfillment. I, I <laughs> talked about it like on previous podcast. Mm. I think that is worth so much more than money. Money's important. To survive, to live a good life. I love money. I'm but, not going to lie. But fulfillment, it's so, so difficult to, f- to find. I say difficult because it takes courage. Yeah. To say no to things that don't fulfill you. I think that's very important. Yeah. Saying no to things that don't fulfill you. I think we, we have spoken about this before as well. Like knowing what you stand for, your personal values, your, mm. your own vision, your own mission, all that kind of stuff. It makes hard decisions much easier. Then we talk about the idea of faith as well and studying mm. and understanding why you believe the things that you believe in. So it, it makes it easier to say no to things, but then it also provides a direction for you as well. And I suppose it's just because what I'm going through at the moment in a positive way mm. with this kind of new company I'm, I'm working with, like I don't like flying. I just don't. I, I don't know what it is. You know, my missus takes the piss out of me because I I enjoy. I watch like planes taking off on YouTube and planes landing, and I watch those. You know, this is what the first class cabin in Emirates looks like because I, I actually enjoy the concept of it, mm. but the lack of control that I experience when I'm in a plane and the hilarious. So we were talking about it the other night at dinner. The hilarious thing about it is, if I did have access to a cockpit and anything did go wrong, the fuck am I gonna do? It's not like I can control a plane. It's not like I'm going to magically get this uh, this skill. But then, you know, we we jump on a plane and get up at 3.30 in the morning mm. and get ready and we go and fly out to the Philippines and we spend two days there and literally back-to-back meetings. And it is incredibly tiring. And when we when I book a flight, I'm immediately thinking about that flight, <laughs> even though it's a week away. And it's like, it's just ridiculous. But... 
just kind of getting past that to do the things that you actually really enjoy doing mm. um and i again i'm i'm fortunate that i kind of fell in love with sales early on i'll say early on i was 24 so yeah so could say early on mm. so i kind of knew that's where i wanted to expend my energy because it's just it's really fun and you can work with people and help people and service people and help them buy the stuff that you have mm. and it's just a good experience and with the decisions that have made the bad ones like with my previous company and then the the not so bad ones even good ones with this new company i get paid well mm. but you don't join or pursue it for the money maybe i did early on i don't know i need to reflect on this a little bit in terms of being in sales did i pursue it initially for the money i can't mm. remember i know i was having a good time like way way back when i was doing a mortgage brokering mm. um but since then, kind of pursuing that thing, that idea of serving others, you can get paid pretty well for it. But it's not the other way around. You don't pursue the money thing. Mm -hmm. But then if you have your passion and then you can put it into, if you're thoughtful around the things that you want to do, like with this sales thing, the deals are just a lot bigger. So it's intentional with, okay, I want to work with this organization because it is incredibly fun. I'm inspired by the CEO. Mm. Plus these deals are a lot bigger. We can grow this company into something pretty large, which is, again, fun because then you can bring people along for that journey as well. And I was thinking about it when I was over in the Philippines, like these deals are kind of seven figures. But I could do the same thing and these deals could be four figures. Mm. But it's the same energy. Yeah. I was like, okay, well just position myself over here yeah. because having a great time and working in this sector in this industry and it seems like it's going to benefit the world as mm. you know hairy fairy as that sounds but it's it's fun it is fun and then byproduct of that is i actually get paid for it yeah. which is good um but i think to get to that to get to this point it was i had to make that decision of moving away from that other organization which was mm. it was tough in a foreign country obviously my work permit was tied to this organization mm. and it's like well if i thought too much about it i might have ended up just staying because the the risk losing money losing a steady income losing mm. a work permit all this kind of stuff it was all tied to this one thing i was like but i can't stay there because i was literally miserable mm. It's like, ugh. like the thought of getting out of bed in the morning. I was like, I don't like this. So then it made that decision easier. And then once that decision is made, the incredible thing about it is you take that initial step to make that hard decision. And then it's like, okay, this decision has been made. Now what am I going to do? And you become very resourceful <laughs> with, because you only know the things that you need to face after the decision has been made. Mm. If you're in this no man's land on the fence, like in this you're at an impasse or an indecision mm. then you don't know what you're going to do next because you haven't chosen a path yeah um so when you pull the trigger it's like oh fuck and it's like okay now i need to do this and then it things become a lot clearer about what you need to do next and that's the that's the tricky thing because i don't know maybe i'm projecting everything can seem overwhelming mm. when you don't know the direction you're supposed to move in yeah i say a lot of you and they and so this is just a, again it is projecting but this is kind of what i went right. through yeah 
Um, and the good thing about it is when you have good people around you and you've either past clients or future clients or just the network of people that you've gone out of your way to help without the intention of getting anything back, which is something I really like to do because I, I do believe karma is real. So I do things without the uh, the intention of getting anything back from, from doing these things. Um, it's amazing what happens. People will rally around and they'll try and help you and go out of their way to, you know, put you in their mind. So mm. it's it's a it's a nice place to be. I don't know whether that was articulate in any way. I am really struggling today. Sorry. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. That's why, if you can give yourself a bit of a break, mm. I don't want to say build up the courage to make a decision. Um, but it will give you the space to think about the decision that you want to make. And then maybe it's like, oh, well, if I do this, what do I feel or think will be the next steps that I'll have to make? Mm. I was like, okay, well, if you can spend, it might even, you don't even need a week. You might not even need a day. You might need just a few hours to think about those key decisions that you want to make and then chart in that path. If I do this, what happens next? Yeah. Actually, we get, it gets a, it's fun, I think, because it reduces how much you feel overwhelmed down to two or three key decisions. Because at the moment, it just, again, it sounds like everything's all over the place. Like, yeah. ugh. And it's just all very frosty and very foggy. And it's like, well, do I see anything in front of me right now? Where am I? Where am I going? What am I supposed to be doing? It's just like a bit misty. I don't know. But right now, it seems like there's some key decisions to make. Yeah. And then if you can get a pen in your hand, maybe write down some of those key decisions. Then the idea of spinning all these different plates comes down to just two or three key things. Yeah. I don't have anything else to offer other than uh, <laughs> sleepless nights and a sense of anxiety from my from my past, which is about a year ago. Yeah. Okay. We can talk about this in detail after yeah. offline, but yes, I appreciate. Yeah, I, um, I think it comes out to comes out to making a decision, mm. and um, yeah, you do need that courage. Like sometimes you don't even need the courage if it's painful enough. You'll make a decision yeah. to just get out of the pain, right? Yeah. Um, goes back to sales. <laughs> Yeah, what's what's the pain, right? We always ask about the pain. So, yeah. I mean, I think some people need a bit of a nudge in the right direction mm. as well. I mean, breaking out of the status quo, you just become familiar. Um, yeah, can, yeah. That's the thing. Like people want the security, right? Although it's <sighs> not saying like it's not serving them, but it's is yeah. What got what got them there does not get them to where they want to be. Mm. It's just, yeah, it's that. Like, people go through stages and you want to see the incremental progress, right? So then if what you've been doing all this while is still the same, does not get you where you want to go, then should you still be doing the same thing? Probably not. Mm. Do you want to reset this? Yeah. Min's not got any pants on.
these are my new running it's like a double layer i've got the exact same shorts oh you did mm -hmm. yeah it's for my marathon the missus oh fuck oh you don't recommend it okay no i do oh you do okay the, those, <laughs> but i think we've got the same size yeah I, i'm wearing oh. a, <laughs> i'm wearing a medium oh mine's a mess okay we're not okay, we're not wearing yeah. the same size okay good. <laughs> um they mine are Maybe I've got a bit of body dysmorphia in terms of how how big I think my legs are or are not. But it turns out I don't fit into many shorts. Mm. Mm -hmm. Custom. I should get custom shorts. I should yeah. go to Nike and get them stitched around me. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's something that they could offer for ultra-high net worth individuals like yourself. Just like me. Yeah, yeah. Drinking out my Yankee candle glass. <laughs> you know this used to be a Yankee candle. <laughs> no. Yeah. So don't buy glasses anymore. So anything like coffee jars or Yankee candle stuff. I mean, look at this. It's perfectly fine. Yeah. I actually really like this. It's got like a thin rim around. Why are we talking about fucking glasses? Come on now. <laughs> um, yeah, that that's, uh, I guess, time, energy, and uh, money. Time, energy, and money. I know it just sounds cliche to kind of, I'm just going to pick the hair off here because from where my cat attacked it. You know, this idea of focusing on what you're passionate about or mm. what you really want to be involved in or where you think you can make a difference. Mm. I suppose as I get, I don't want to say older, more mature, mm. uh, but as I do get older, I, if you can focus on these things that you really care about and the things that, where you want to make a difference, eventually people recognize that. Mm. And eventually people do compensate for you for your time and your thought process and how you want to give back and a lot of times you don't know that those other people are out there because yeah. they maybe hang around in a different community or you just because it's such a change from what you're doing right now you don't know yeah i'm just thinking sometimes the returns that you get is not tangible or mm. you you don't expect it to come the way that it is like Oh, I'm gonna charge this. Yeah. But maybe the return is not like how much you charge or, or someone paying you, mm. but it could be in some other form. That's yeah, that's better. It's uh, life works in mysterious ways, but as long as you have that faith, like you're doing you believe in what you're doing, you're passionate mm. about it, you practice, you take action, you study, you learn and improve. It's so simple, right? These three things. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. But... It is. Well, I suppose it is. I suppose when I think about making decisions that are seemingly big ones, like moving industries or mm. changing roles or something like that, I think about it from a risk point of view. Really, how much do I need to survive? Mm. How long can I survive on the savings that I've got? And what happens if all this falls apart? And I, I do have a plan B or a plan C because I know what I can go back to mm. because there's some stuff I'm actually quite good at. So, I mean, if really, if push came to shove, I could be an SDR. Mm. Yeah, it's, I can. Yeah. yeah. And I'd be pretty good at it. <laughs> so it's okay. I don't doubt it. <laughs> yeah, right? Because it's that skill that I built over mm. six, seven, eight years. Went back to doing some cold calls the other day. Still got it. So really, like these big decisions that I feel I need to make, my my thought process is, okay, well, 
if I needed to, then I can go back to being an SDR mm. and I could just literally pick up the phone and call somebody like a CRO or VP sales or head of inside sales anywhere in the world and pitch my services mm. as an SDR. And they would say, we don't have space. We don't have headcount. We don't have time. And I'm like, that's okay. I'll do it for free. Mm. And I'll take be pure commission only. And it's nothing on you. Yeah. I'm like, well, we don't have time to train you. No problem. It's fine. I can shadow any other of your salespeople. I won't bother them. I'll go through your playbooks. Oh, I don't have a playbook. I can create one for you. So there's all these things that you can default to if you really, really need to. Yeah. So that's my thought process behind making some bigger decisions. It's like push comes to shove. What do I really need to do? And you can go back to the skills that you either have built or are in the process of building. Mm. That's why I think about it. Yeah. Listen to this podcast. You sound so sad, man. <laughs> Are you okay? I'm just tired. Like I, I said, yeah. do you really want? Do you, I mean, we've been talking for a while now. Do you, do you want to continue doing this today? Oh, we can continue. We yeah, can. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, let's continue. Yeah. Uh, listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay. Um, this lady, I don't remember what her name was, but she worked with Toyota for a while. Toyota. Yeah. Okay. Um, looking at improve process improvement, like. Toyota is big about like the Toyota TCS or something like that. They practice this process, like improvement thing. Oh, what's it called? I, I don't remember. Um, they basically built it. Like, yes, the, the exactly. Of, yes. Oh yeah, yeah. So, and um, she talked about, so this is coming back to learn the lesson, not the example. Is mm. um, She says the misconception about process improvement is that oh if a process doesn't work we need to start from scratch which is completely untrue you just need to start with that go back to that base and then improve it in a different way you don't have to always start from scratch yeah just undo the the last step right um so coming back to okay if i make a big decision what's the worst that could happen it doesn't mean you have to start from scratch you already have your base of experience, your knowledge, the skills mm. that you have, and then just build from there, right? So it's not always, oh, I have to start from scratch. It's not, not the case. Yeah. I think that's why people pay more money for those with experience. Because if you go into a business, right? And then mm. you are essentially building from scratch. If it's a brand new company and you're building from scratch or not, you're building from... 15 years experience and you can go in and you can see the things that need to be done pretty mm. much immediately to say fix fix the problems that are in front of you or grow in a certain way i think that's been been a fun thing about kind of going back and starting again mm. with this new stuff we've been doing so that's why people pay you that money as well to come in and advise and consult because you can you get to see things very very quickly mm. it's like that old uh that old story you know the guy that charged ten thousand dollars to hit this one nail and he's like why you only did 10 minutes worth of work why would i pay you ten thousand dollars for this mm. it's like because i knew the exact thing to hit at what time to get the results that you needed you're not paying for that you're not paying for the action you're paying from the experience you're paying for the experience mm. rather than paying all the other people there for two three four months to come to the same conclusion yeah you know, I've been whistling the uh, McDonald's theme tune everywhere I go. Don't know why. It's foreshadowing. <laughs> Maybe. 
Maybe. <laughs> At some point, it's you're going to get McDonald's. <sighs> McDonald's breakfast. I do like McDonald's breakfast. i got to admit. I know. I haven't stepped in a McDonald's for a long time. Well, we nearly... I have no reason to. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we saw McDonald's. <laughs> I think me, you, and Hugh all had the same thought. Oh, McDonald's. What? That was early in the morning as well. <laughs> Double sausage and egg McMuffin. Oh. If you had to, if you weren't vegan for one day, uh-huh. And you went into McDonald's. What would be? And it was for some reason it was like you can order breakfast and you can order like from the lunch and dinner menu. I don't even know what's on the menu. It's not that I'm disappointed. <laughs> Play the I game. Know fries, but... sure, or a sundae. Those are the two things that I know. It's always consistent on the menu. Would you? Okay, maybe like what? What's that? Big Mac? Or don't act like you don't know. Hey, do you know there's a, a mega... double cheeseburger? Or okay, so, what so else? There's a Mega Mac. <laughs> Do you know this? No. So it's a double Big Mac. Heavy e- breathing. <laughs> <laughs> extra extra protein. <laughs> Honestly, oh, they're good. <sighs> they are good. And then uh, chicken nuggets. That's uh, probably not chicken. I think they... Cl- <laughs> I think it is. When I was in the Philippines, there was a guy that was trying to say, yeah, when you go to McDonald's, you can get the McChicken sandwich or there's this other chicken sandwich they do, which is a cheaper version of the McChicken sandwich. It's like a third of the price. I'm like, okay. <laughs> say, oh yeah, but it's really nice. I'm like, okay, but is it is it chicken? He's like, yeah, it's chicken and meat extenders. Hmm. That's what I said. Hmm. And I was like, well, what's that? And he said, it's meat extenders. Extenders of meat? I don't know. It's like bits of other bits of whatever. Hmm. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> An already cheap thing made a third of the price. I mean, technically, you could eat three of them. You could, but should you? <laughs> yeah, probably. Have a few beers and then find out. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. What else is on the menu today? See what I did there? Yeah. Made it relevant. Yes. Um, I think this one's important. Also a reflection of, of the week. Um, oh, yeah, this is this is a heavy... It's, it's a, a heavy, freaking heavy. It's a heavy podcast today. We can summarize. It's okay. Yeah. Don't let a current situation change your behavior. Oh, my God. Okay. I think that's a big one. Why not? The time will come, but you'll have to be ready. Jesus. Be the you of the future. That's what I wrote down. Are you writing passages for a future Min Bible? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah. What did uh, what did Jesus give gave uh, Moses for um, his headache? I don't know. Two tablets. <laughs> But um, anyway, um, but yeah, I don't think if if you're self-aware and you know you're doing the right things, mm. you are comfortable in your own skin. You have that confidence in your own capabilities. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't let whatever situation, whatever that you're going through, change who you are. Okay, because. The situation 
is is changing. Yes. It, and a better situation might come up. But if you change yourself to fit this current situation, are you ready for the for that better situation, right? So you know we talk about who do you want to be? Yes. Essentially just be ready for opportunities come and go, right? Okay. But if you're not ready for it, then you might not notice it or you might not be able to grasp that opportunity. So you just need to have zero doubt <laughs> of your of yourself. Mm-hmm. And don't don't just change just because, oh yeah, this situation is not ideal. Maybe I suck at this. I need to change my career or I need to change the way I do things. Aren't you doing this right now? Aren't you living through this thing that you say that you shouldn't do? Yes. But I, yeah, so like I'm not going to let this situation change who I am, right? Mm. I'm not going to let it be like, yeah, I'm not good enough kind of thing. Okay. I'm not going to let that thought infect my head. On isn't it changing your behavior though? Because you're not your normal self, right? It is, but I don't think it cha- it will it would change how I operate. So coming back to, I could just stay, not care about anything, mm. just make the money, mm-hmm. like have that stability. But that is not who I am. Okay, I'm not going to let this situation change me into becoming like complacent. Mm-hmm. I'm just doing this for for the money. I'm not willing to accept that, because I know, that will not lead me to success. Like no one ever. I say no one, but maybe there are a few. My idea is like, you. it's very difficult to be successful if you don't put your heart into what you're doing. If you're just doing it for the money, mm. how how far can you go? I can't answer that. Yeah. But that's my, that's my perspective, right? Yeah. It might be true. It might be wrong. I don't know. But I, I, it just doesn't sit well with me. Mm. If I were just to do it for the money. I like how we're always coming back to this this current week. <laughs> I mean, these are all thoughts from the current Wait, week. I was away anyway. for two days. Like, it's okay. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> these things happen. Uh, yeah. So don't let it change who you are. Mm. Believe your, your values, your principles. Don't let them, don't let situation change you. I think, of course, knowing those things first. Hmm will help like knowing what you stand for yeah um so if you're kind of younger or haven't had time to reflect on what those values are or what you really stand for mm. then maybe it can be difficult for things not to dictate your behavior i should do this i should follow the crowd mm. or i should follow this person because i don't have that awareness of what i really stand for mm. and i think that comes from like growing up i don't think i did like multiple identities like what do i really want to do where do i really want to go i have no idea you just kind of figure it out along the way Hmm. maybe that's why coaches and advisors and stuff like that are quite helpful yeah because it can help pull this out of you earlier on and helps reduce the overwhelm that you might get as you grow up Hmm. there's a guy i reached out to recently called david he's been He's a really good dude, actually. He's um he used to be an SVP over at uh, over at Oracle, and she met him through the Pavilion Network. Mm. And he's I don't know, he's just one of those guys. I don't know how to explain it. 
straight shooter, shall we say. Love those type of people. He was... Different vibe from talking to him. So when I first joined Pavilion, right, I spoke to a bunch of different CROs and all that kind of stuff. And it all... It was all very valuable, the conversations I had. And it felt like it came from a place of... The advice I got was from the people that were VPs and CROs, not from the person behind the title, if that makes sense. Mm. So when I was, you know, I was talking to David, he always felt like he was David first mm. and he would talk about his experience like as just a, an individual. And oh, by the way, I'm actually yeah, SVP over at Oracle and that's what I used to do. But he always just spoke like a human being. Mm. I don't know how, if I've articulated that properly, but I just think he, the way he speaks or spoke to me, at least it was not comforting. Maybe it was comforting in the sense that it's like, okay, this guy's been through this shit. He doesn't claim to know it all. And one of the things he had, um, he was saying, I remember he's like, when he was selling to, I think it was like uh, CIOs or IT managers. He was like, you know, we can do this. We should try it at least, you know, and together, you know, let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's what you say. Let's have some fun and see what happens. And, you know, he's grown teams and he did really well when he was over at Oracle. Mm. And he's working in some, as a large organization right now. So I reached out to him because I'd like to spend more time talking to him as a as a paid engagement. I don't know if he'll accept it paid, but I would like to compensate him for his time mm. because it is very valuable. Um, I don't know how we got here, but the idea of having a coach or somebody on the sidelines that you can kind of defer to. I haven't really had that in my time, which is funny because I do it for others. Yeah. Never really found the right one to search. Anywho, yes. Hold an audition. <laughs> okay. America's got talent. <laughs> yeah. Good try. Uh, <laughs> Good try. Yeah. What was the point on the agenda? How did we get here? What were you saying? Don't change who you are. Oh, yeah. Behaviors. Behaviors, yes. I I would add an asterisk or I don't want to say caution or anything like mm. that because I think you, you can let situations change your behavior mm-hmm. depending on what the situation is mm. Um, because sometimes it's a good thing. Yeah. And when you're in certain situations, good and bad, it can help shift your perspective when you're in the moment. Because, I mean, it's very good for us to, you know, talk about hypothetical situations and being in them rather than being in a, an emotionally charged environment if it's a hard negotiation or going through, like, a week that you've had. Mm. I can't put myself in that situation. I would try to, and I try to empathize with you and understand. Mm. But I can't imagine trying to make certain decisions in the moment because I can think about it from my life experience. And if I've been... I don't know, made an emotional decision or outburst. I still remember. I was talking about one of them I had many years ago in, in Super. It's mm. funny. But it again, it was that situation and it changed from that point forward how I like to deal with stressful situations. So looking back on it, every cloud, silver lining, positive. But it's like this one, one or two key moments like, fuck, I really fucked that up how can i do better and i was just fortunate that there were people around me that gave me a second chance steve <laughs> yeah yeah, mm. yeah swings and roundabouts 
reckon we can talk about positive stuff during our next podcast? Yeah. I'm going to try and find some positivity. I've got quite a lot. I just haven't written it down. Okay, yes. Please I need do. To, I, I will. Was that all we had on the agenda for today? Oh, there's one more, but I, I'm not going to talk about it. Wow. It's okay. Yeah, this is... <laughs> Turning the frown upside down. Was it... Uh, who sang the song? Flip, flip, reverse it. Ah, I see you work it. I have no idea. I'm not into music. Sorry. Not into music. Shut up. God, why are you so miserable, man? Come on, brother. It's okay. <laughs> Life is hard. It is. And then you die. As always. Everyone. Blazing Squad. <laughs> that that was the name I've, of it. And I've it... never heard of that. No. You've never? <laughs> really? Oh my okay, god. Okay, we'll intro music. <laughs> like is... a short snippet. We We should do. For this specifically for this episode, flip reverse if we can. Released in two thousand and three, jeez, twenty years. Sheesh, it came out twenty years ago. I was seventeen. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I know. Don't. It's funny. I was reading before how to I was reading a book called How to Close Every Sale. Every sale. Every sale, and it is an older book. Written by a Guinness World Record recognized individual for selling the most cars in the world uh, ever, and then over a and then consecutive every single year, and over a fifteen-year career as well. Joe Girard. It's interesting to read some of the sales techniques that mm. he used. Hmm. I think somebody needs to maybe proofread it again. And relaunch it for uh for the twenty twenties. <laughs> Why it doesn't work anymore? Or is it like very obvious? Not obvious. It's uh I'll show I'll show you some passages okay. afterwards and you'll be like, Oh yes, I see that. <laughs> About his distractions and stuff. Mm. Yeah, it's a interesting book. It's cool though. I'm sure it's written with uh with a guy called Robert L. Shook, who also wrote uh, hardball selling, mm. creating urgency. How to turn the customer off without turn the customer on without. I don't know. Can't remember what it's called. Anyway, decent book. Okay. The, the last one. Don't talk about no, it. No, I don't want to talk about it. Nah. Okay, yeah. Oh my God. It's enough for today. Is it? How long? You, what's it? What's the time? It's about an hour. It's about an hour. Yeah. I think this has been a hard podcast, and we should <laughs> stop recording. But we'll do it behind the scenes that no one will ever ever hear. <laughs> Yeah, thanks for uh, spending the time. It's okay. We'll turn that frown upside down and we'll do a blazing squad and we'll flip reverse it. Okay. Although I think out of context, I need to read into what the lyrics are around flip reversing <laughs> it just to make sure it's uh, clean, should we say, because I'm not too sure it is. <laughs> and this could be very, very misconstrued. Anyway, Min, until the next part. When are we going to do it? I'm traveling. Oh, oh, really? Next mm. week? Yeah. We'll talk about this. <laughs> yeah, we will do. Okay. I mean, I All will right. bring. I'll bring the noise for the for the next one. Yes, please. Okay. Thanks, man. Thank you. Bye, bye. Bye.